today's episode of the Wealth Collective Podcast. I'm joined by Anthony and Zach talking about ways to replace your income while still adhering to social distancing guidelines. There's a lot of money to be made online and hopefully our tips today can help you find a way to get there. We hope you enjoy the show. Everything we talk about on today's podcast is general advice only because we don't know your individual personal situation. Before you act on anything we've spoken about, you should chat to your financial advisor. And if you don't have one, feel free to reach out to us. Now, on to today's show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Wealth Collective Podcast. It's Pete Pennicott here, and I'm joined by financial planners, Zach Masters and Anthony Malvaso. How are we going, gentlemen? Very good, very good. Good to be back. A little nervous about a potential second wave here in Victoria and potential. another round of lockdown. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's here. Too early to say. You reckon it's here? It's or, here. I don't know. Um, I'll have a little bit of optimism, but um, yeah, a little bit nervous. I was um, a little bit worried last week as well with the um, footy, Connor McKenna testing positive. I was worried that was going to be taken away from us as well, but it looks all right to see your um, doggies in action tonight, Tone. Yes, uh, can't wait, and nothing better than th- than a Thursday night win. Uh, but yeah, very concerning times because it seemed like we got out under the blanket, and there's been a few uh, concerns, and everything could be taken away from us. So it's just a whole lot of words. It's a bit unsettling. Yeah, a whole lot of words we haven't used a lot beforehand as well. Hotspot now is really sort of uh, in the vernacular. Uh, which is really interesting. And when, when you said you were nervous, Zach, I thought I was um, referring to Adelaide Football Club, who are absolutely a hot mess at the moment. So I'm beyond nervous from that. I think I've moved on. I'll um, just write this year off. Hopefully, it's a good draft, and um, see you in 2030. So, such a great draft <laughs> when there's no under 18s playing. <laughs> oh, it could be uh, some gems. Could be a better year. Well, they'll be well rested, so at least they can sort of uh, they'll be fresh and ready for AFL. Um, but I think I think what is um, and sort of what's happening at the moment is I think the unemployment situation and the looming cliff that is the end of JobKeeper are definitely starting to creep into. Well, just mainstream media. That's what I'm sort of hearing every day about what's going to happen, what what happens in October and beyond. Um, and I think the government so far has been pretty, um, I don't know, keeping their cards close to their chest about what's going to happen or how they're going to support people. Um, but I've been chatting to a few people this week who have successfully, um, I don't know, made different transitions over this, what is a really crappy period and very challenging. Um, so they've had their... Um, yeah, their profession's taken away from them or put on hold. Um, sort of sort of the, you know, um, life made a little bit difficult for them in 2020 and they've both made different changes um, and are feeling quite good about them, pretty positive. So income has continued. It's different. It's completely different uh, to what they were doing. Um, but I was pretty excited about the prospect of that and sort of hoping to pick your brain uh, a little bit to just sort of say, I don't know, do you have any ideas about how people can be good citizens, so, you know, adhering to social distancing and sort of all the guidelines that are coming out there from our, um, you know, chief medical officer, how can people replace their income while doing that? Uh, Because we need to prepare ourselves for what happens if the government can't support everyone, but we still need income in our pockets. So I might throw to you first, Zach, like, have you got any thoughts on the topic or how do you sort of see this? 
Yeah, so I think um, following on from your initial point, I think it's important to look at what skills you've currently got. So there's been a lot of talk about um, potential reskilling. You know, do you go and do another course or a degree or something like that and upskill? Um, but I think it's also important that you look at what skills you've currently got and how how can you adapt those to the new COVID environment um, to to sort out or seek out potential opportunities. Um, so like an example of this was uh, I used to DJ. Uh, a little while ago, a fair while ago now, I was in uni and um, high school and um, one of the um, nightclub owners in the city that I know, they had a um, big booking agency. Um, they knew that their income was going to dry up, but they looked at what skills that they got. They had a large network base. Um, they had the ability to promote things quite well. Um, so they sourced out gym equipment and started selling that online or through an online store. Um, so that way, like similar to what you said at the start, they had income coming in. It was different. It was very different to what they were doing before, but they saw an opportunity to use the skills that they had um, and still still make an income and keep some of their staff employed along the way as well. So I think that's a good thing is to look at what skills you've currently got and see how you can use those skills in the new COVID world. Yeah, and it may be a little bit different. And just before we move on from that... Um... What was your DJ name for the listeners out there to just so they can scribble it down? Is, is there <laughs> a Facebook Live? It was just uh, Zach Masters, but uh, don't, don't um, the step, Google it. The Stepford Brothers. The old photos. <laughs> yeah. Probably a few old photos with some terrible haircuts and t-shirts and <laughs> all that. Oh, I think it was a uh, very sort of swept to the hot, swept to the side hair and uh, a lot of uh, print <laughs> yeah. on your t-shirts. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah it's similar for you, Anthony. Is that how um, you're you're seeing people maybe? You putting their skills to good use is that sort of? I might throw a bit of my personal situation here because it may oh, may, may ring true. Like as there's, I've seen the, the current situation where people are, you know, there's people who work in retail stores and pubs where they've had to get other jobs, like you know, cleaning apartments, things like that. So it's it's out of necessity to bring in bring in an income on top of what you know, whatever government benefits might happen, but. Myself, I was a financial planner and never thought I'd ever think about being a power planner. We used to yell at them, think they were not, they never thought we were leaders above them, but never thought I'd ever be a power planner. But that's become a life raft. That's become another income and it's become my biggest, the biggest part of my business. And a potentially like, and, a, like high quality as well because you've got... And it's not dependent on the Royal Commission because yeah. all financial planners, as both of you would know, need para planners and that is absolute balloon. So relating it back to this situation where maybe there's some skill you've got where you can, you can extend it to another part of your industry mm. and it can turn into this because... It's, and that's very remote as well. So for those those listeners out there that don't know what a power planner is, um, so they're sort of highly technical and uh, skilled individuals that have you know, the ability to produce and sort of turn the planner's short-form recommendations into a compliant legal document that explains all the recommendations and meets all the legislative requirements uh, for a statement of advice. To simplify it, they write the document that you'll see in oh, your sorry. site. Wow. The legal document. But <laughs> Pete, you are 100% right. But getting back to that point, there was a, a part of the industry that I'd never thought would I would be a part of, and it's blown up and it's become 
not a life raft. It's the ship. It's a it's the Titanic. It's the ship and the Titanic. And, oh, geez, not oh the no! Titanic. And, and <laughs> what's the iceberg? And if yeah, I think you mean the life raft off the. But out to the listeners, like there may be something in the industry that is shut off that you may build off. I like it. Build a business. I like it, and I think we're all we're all on the same page. So definitely. It's difficult, it's challenging, but it can be done. So let's talk about some specifics. I might sort of, we might do a sort of a quick fire round and cover off a couple of specific examples that each of us have. I might, I might sort of, because uh, I'm hosting, I might sort of uh, jump in and go first just in case you take my ideas because of our lack of preparation that none of us know what each other are doing. Um, what I would have a look at is um, if you've got a skill and you're, well experienced there might be an opportunity i know a lot of parents out there and being a like the only parent on the podcast here i feel like i can speak with some authority um (laughs) tutoring so with a lot of schooling being disrupted i think a lot of parents out there are looking at opportunities to make sure their children aren't falling behind so seeking uh, external resources to actually assist their children learn you know keep up with the curriculum and potentially just sort of enhance their sort of learning uh, overall, tutoring can be done remotely. There's a lot of companies that are available. You can register. Um, they'll put you through some hoops, the really good ones, to go, what are your qualifications? What are your skills? You might need to ensure you can pass their qualifications. But once you're on there, you can sort of link up and support people with their learning. Um, and that's really, I think that's brilliant because it's you most likely you've got to a level of employment, you've got a career, you've got experience. You got you sort of understand things. Can you pass that on to the next generation? And here's a platform to do it. And they, they have all the online support that um, allows you to sort of do that remotely. And you sort of you'll collect sort of revenue per hour based on your experience. So that'd be my number one to sort of uh, for people out there to have a look at of tutoring. And I think it sharpens your brain and um, yeah, engage with a different sort of uh, demographic as well, which I think it's good for the mental health. So. I might uh, throw to Anthony here because he's. Uh, I know he's chomping at the bit to uh, hit us with his <laughs> now, number one. I'd like to say I'd have a bit of talent here, but I would, you two would probably laugh, but coaching basketball. And, you know, if you bring up a young family, sports are important. Gets uh, competitive, gets uh, learning to lose, learning to win. But you're not doing the coaching, are you? <laughs> that's why I was throwing it, throwing it to the superstars in the... In the <laughs> On the, on the podcast, but no, uh, you know, coaching, yeah. uh, you know, teaching an instrument, you know, teaching anything, anything you've got a skill at, you know. Yeah, and I think it all, like with all the digital tools we've got available, video conferencing, it's you you feel like you're nearly in the room with someone. It's not, I don't think anything will ever replace um, that face-to-face um, one-on-one, but I do think we are bridging the gap there because technology is becoming smoother, there's less lag. Um, you know, audio is better, video is better, um, so all of that as well. So I like it, coaching. Zachary, um, what have you got there for us? Yeah, so I think, um, yeah, similarly on the points that you guys have made, I had a client um, who's retired and she um, does piano lessons and she's just switched to, to doing those on Zoom now and um, it's finding a little bit more difficult but still possible to do. So, yeah, you definitely need to look for those types of opportunities. Um, I think you need to look at... Um, the online resources that are available too in the new, you know, the gig economy um, that we have at the moment around the world. So looking at sites like Airtasker, um, there's potentially, 
you know, a lot of different tasks um, that your skills might be suited to in there. So it's, it's good to have a look around Airtasker and see what's available in terms of freelance work and different things like that. Other sites like Upwork, I know is the one that you've looked at, Pete, um, or mentioned before, and Fiverr, um, different things like that where you can sell a service or sell um, some, or do some freelance work depending on what jobs are available on there. Um, and then even like looking at, you know, do you have a decent social media following? If so, you can potentially reach out to some businesses and do sponsored posts. Like more and more businesses are starting to look for more authentic influencers rather than the ones that have hundreds of thousands of followers. Um, you know, is there potential that you can start to do sponsored posts and um, even YouTube, like YouTube becomes a chance to make money um, at the moment or creating a podcast um, like what we're doing Follow Hours doesn't necessarily make money. Um, but this is like yeah. some, like all these types of online things that you can start to be looking at um, as ways to create income source away from, you know, what would what used to be your main job or even on top of a job. I think the key is find what your skills are and see if you can outsource that to an Airtasker, a freelancing, Airbnb, whatever that is. See where you can extend your resources and earn a bit more money. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the there are platforms out there. And I know, like, I, I've utilised Upwork for um, several things. I think the other big one, and it's quite simple, if you can speak a language, if you can understand and sort of type things, it's as easy as you could do... Uh, audio transcriptions so like companies like rev you know can you sort of translate things like our podcast like we'll send that off and people will get that and sort of type it out and you're getting paid per minute that you're transcribing so um you not necessarily need to be like a, a superstar at something to get some regular revenue coming in and the good thing is you can do it on your terms with these so all of them they will take a cut but you know the if you can use the next three months to actually test them out. I think that's the good time to do that because you've got potential income coming in and then you can sort of maybe have a look at going, could this be something that could supplement it? Um, the other one that I'd have a look at is, and it might be on these different platforms like Freelancer, Upwork, is being a virtual assistant to someone. Companies yeah. have embraced being remote. So people are now used to the fact that I'm not going to eyeball my assistant. So... And potentially their work may have, like the employer may have said, hang on, well, we can't afford to keep your assistant on. So I think that's going to be a growing demand. And if you're based in Australia, there's something nice about having someone that's virtual but local because you sort of have the same nuances, you get the local culture, um, and there's some commonality there that you can sort of, um, yeah, I don't know, have a shared sort of view of... um, you know, what's happening in the world and they're on your time clock as well so some of the difficulty when you've had a va who's uh in another time zone um, they may not be as sharp as you are at different hours depending on what your uh, sleep cycle looks like so the virtual assistant one i think is one that now um, yeah it's a, it's not going to potentially be um it's going to depend on what tasks you're prepared to do and what you're able to do but we know now i don't know our office is empty so i know that people can work remotely so why not sort of have a look at that I don't know what anything else. So, Anthony, you've got another one up your sleeve there for us. Or? I think I'd just uh, go back on, like my my example. Like you, I had a I had a, a a job, a career, and then built another business, and that didn't come from virtual assistant or anything. Just found a skill that you can uh, capitalize on, 
and then use your networks and build that. Mm. And I think that using it, it, using it, your it, networks it, is important. It's, it's probably harder than it sounds, but it's yeah, you just it it's about building relationships and knowing where where your skill set is. And do you think it's a matter of like from your personal experience, and it's a good good experience, is like you need to be prepared to sort of engage your network and maybe like if you're on LinkedIn perhaps touch base with people that you haven't spoken to in a while. Um, hey, look, if I did this, if I set up this business, would that be something that potentially your company could use? Is that, Absolutely. Is that how you went about it? Absolutely. Just start a conversation. <laughs> it sounds very simple, but just start a, start a conversation. Talk, uh, people in your own industry, everyone wants to talk about that. And was it quite well, re- warmly received? Did you get any, like, like you know, uh, expletive off or... Uh, Anything like that, or is it sort of to be, people? Is the fear worse than actually the reality? To be it? honest, it's relief for most. Oh, it, fantastic! And you guys would know, being advisors, probably uh, it's a required uh, resource. Yeah, being paraplanner to a financial planner, as you explained before, and it's it's not always as simple as that. But if you do have a skill set in your industry that you can leverage or capitalize off. You'd be surprised how how much people really want your service. That's awesome to hear. That is awesome to hear. Zach, have you got another one for us that you could possibly share? Um, yeah, the only other ones, the uh, other one that I'd add in is that potentially uh, making money by saving money. So, uh, you know, have you reviewed your home loans recently? If you still have work and are able to review those home loans, is there potential savings to be done? With that, saving um, money, that's un seriously. <laughs> I like it. So, I wouldn't have thought of that addition by subtraction. I like yeah, it. He's taking this to that's another a, place, but uh, very, a good way to look. We like that. Like Are we sense. talking limited expenses, being sensible with your finances? You know, yes. Well, that's it. Potentially, it becomes a good time. You're spending a lot more time at home. Sit down and do a household budget if you haven't done one and look at what you you are currently spending and can you save uh, money in any, any parts there because a good way to often um, have more money or make more money is to to save more where possible. So I think that's something that um, people shouldn't discount as well. I like it. Um, and probably the, the only closing remark I'd have, which is also a little bit, now that you've given me the permission to go left and center, is <laughs> maybe it's not about earning income in the short term, but upskilling yourself and going back to study. So trying to see where the, where the future is headed and you know, pick something along your path where you can potentially sort of develop a new skill, refine something you've got, um, so that prepares you to be have some something that's in demand in 2021 and beyond. So I think if you can use this time, the downtime, and you know, I guess lack of ability to do anything fun and socialize time, mm. um, to actually improve yourself, improve your skills, and demand more money when things return to normal. Hey, I think that's not a bad way to to look at it as well. So, um, so that's yeah. really you've got really to think outside the box. You've got to think outside the box in times like these. I think you can't um, just necessarily be stuck in the same um, thought pattern as you were before. Absolutely. So I really like that. So some really, really good suggestions. Appreciate your input, gentlemen. That's uh, fantastic. So well, we might wrap it up here because we are sort of running over, or well, running very close to time at the moment. So um, if you have enjoyed the podcast, please get out there and share it with other people. Um, and also, if there are topics you want us to cover or particular questions you want us to answer. Um, can't give personal advice, but hopefully it's something we can cover generally for you and sort of provide our insights. 
Um, hit us up on any of our socials or send us an email at connect at picada.com.au. And we'll see you all back here next week. Thank you, gentlemen. Cheers. Thank you.